When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Thursday and welcome here to another edition of Husker Online Headlines. Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple, we're here every week as we go through uh, what are the key headlines of Husker Nation as Nebraska gets ready uh, to play Maryland. By the way, happy haircut, Steve Sipple. Well, Sean, I didn't know if you've noticed, but you did, and I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, we might have to, we got, might, might get some new sponsors. I mean, this, look at this. That's a two guard on the side. Um, finger length on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Happy haircut, Steve Simple. Looks great. Thank you. Sean. Makes you look young. Uh, that Thank Caldera you. lab would make you look even younger. Yeah, I might have to start going to that. I don't want to look too good, though. You know, Sean. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into headline number one. Um, going into the game Saturday, Nebraska, Maryland, uh, big game for a lot of reasons. Um, but it's a big game for Heiner Carberg. Our oh. opening headline is Is this the comeback of Heiner Carberg or the continuation? of his fall and you know it's interesting you look at the numbers last week pro football focus does overall grades on just like the cumulative sum and for offense other than just the pure running so the harburg run and a couple of the johnson runs it was one of their lowest games uh, it was their lowest graded out offensive game of the year Ooh. overall grade is the lowest mm-hmm. pass blocking grade was the lowest passing grade was the lowest overall so you know, last week was the first time where, you know, there were there were some cries like, hey, what would Sims look like now? But I think last week it really ramped up in what the coaches before last week could hang their hat on. It was Heinrich Harburg is five and one as a starter. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're sticking with the winner. Well, last week, I think, you know, the way the offense looked, um, it's led to a lot of debate. Will there be a shorter leash on Heinrich Harburg? Didn't sound like it from what Matt Rule said on Monday. Um, he was actually he actually kind of praised Heinrich because, because he's embraced that role so much. He embraces the pressure, but Sean, I would tell you this, and I've been and you know, this on these shows, I've been kind of a defender of Heinrich Harburg. Wouldn't you say backer? I, and I, but you have to acknowledge that I'd say in the last two games, he's taken a step back. He took a step back against Purdue. I thought, and it took another step back against Michigan State. Now, Northwestern, it's not like he lit the world on fire, but I think he was okay. Now, here's okay. I'd have to think back. Just okay. So, three straight games, not great. Um, But he fits what they're doing very well. And, again, I always use the term willing combatant, and he's a very willing combatant. I mean, that's what Rule talked about on Monday Loves loves his competitiveness. Loves the way he embraces this challenge of being Nebraska's quarterback right now. And there he is. Yeah, it, I I look at Harburg. Um, and, How do you look at him, Sean? You know, when he holds the ball a long time, that's when the problems happen. I think when Harburg gets rid of the ball quickly, where it's his one two three throw, like he's pretty solid. But when that one two three throw is not there, mm-hmm. and he has to kind of move around, look around, or run around because the protection breaks down. That's when the problems tend to have happened for Harburg. He is not a good quarterback when the play breaks down. No, he's and he's been indecisive. I've noticed the indecision more as a runner, which he addressed Well, this teams week. are defending him differently. They're defending him better, probably. They're, putting a, they're marrying a safety to him the entire game. So there's always a safety on him. It's like man-to-man defense. He's got his own man on mm-hmm. him. And they're only playing one safety high, a lot of man-to-man on pass plays, forcing Nebraska's inexperienced young receivers to win at the line of scrimmage, get off the line of scrimmage, get open and tight man coverage, which they don't have a lot of guys that can do that no. right now. They don't. Well, that's not Harburg's fault. No. So you're the, the most interesting part of the conversation to me is this. What do we always do with Nebraska coaches and coaches in general? You want them to develop players. We always cite that, like, hey, how does he develop? 
it recruiting's important, but so is development. So with Harburg, it seems like now I'm not this is gonna sound preachy. I don't mean to sound preachy, but with Harburg, it seems like forget development. He's done. There's a it seems like there's a segment of the fan base that just say, I've seen enough. Don't worry about developing him. Now, wait a second. You really just want to cut him off at six games and say he doesn't have a chance to develop as a player? I I have a problem with that. And apparently Matt Rule does. Because what did Rule say this week, Sean? I'm coaching, I'm coaching Harburg for the here and now, but also for next year and a year from and a year from then, two years down the line. And that raised eyebrows. That raised that raised eyebrows of people that, that are just so and I guarantee you we're going to get a lot of comments on this because it's a hot button topic. That rise, raised eyebrows are the people that just want to move on, discard him, white him out. That's an interesting approach to me. Like, oh, really? Really? You just seen enough. Six games, you're just ready to move on well, to the transfer portal. So Jeff Sims played two games as a starter and he had eight turn. The offense had eight turnovers. And then he came in, he's played five plays since that. He had a turnover that led to a Right, a touchdown and a terrible sack. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not like he's been much better. I mean, that's the thing. And I think there's this thought, oh, Chuba. But again, we've seen Chuba. Like, are what? I don't know. I mean, but I don't think this is just Heinrich Harburg by default. Is that if that's what you're no, suggesting? It's, it's a it's a head coach feel. I think Matt Rule Saturday will have to get a feel for this game how Harburg's playing, and if they have to make a change, that's his call. And I think it's his call, only his call. That's why he makes the money. He has to make that call. Right. And, rec- listen, I know I I can be sort of obnoxious about this topic, and I, I just want to make clear to listeners, I acknowledge he's taken a step back two straight weeks. And you also have to acknowledge he's put the ball on the ground 14 times, as you pointed out in your pro football focus article. He's put the gr- ball on the ground 14 times. He's he's a lot of the issue when it comes to turnovers. And Nebraska leads the nation in lost turnovers at 22. Yeah. Yeah, they're minus 12. To put that in perspective, Nebraska's minus 12. To put that in perspective, Penn State is plus 16. But now they, they lead the nation, but plus 16. Maryland, by the way, right over the Mendoza line. They're they're one. Yeah. They're but basically they're, plus uh, one. They've right? lost 12. Okay. So Nebraska has 10 more turnovers than Maryland. Wow. But a lot of that goes back to those first two games. I mean, Nebraska started in this hole that they were probably never going to get out of. When you start out the year negative eight. Yeah, you, it's hard to get out. You're right. I mean, it's like buying an expensive boat that you realize you can't afford. You're just, you're just not going to get out of debt. So with Heinrich, you hope that he, you know, that's not another step back. They would have had to beat Michigan State despite him. And you don't want to. You don't want that to be the situation you, that you, that a team has to win despite its quarterback play. So now you want to see him take a step forward. And and along those lines, Satterfield talked about they just want him to go back to playing free, like he did earlier in the season when he played like a young quarterback who's just kind of happy to be out there and run through people's face, as Satterfield said. Just run through now, people's face. Here's the thing: How much tape was out on Heinrich Harburg before he started playing? Zero, Not much. Zero. 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 Yeah, so he had the advantage of having no tape out there on him. Uh-huh. No tape of what the offense would look like with him. Yeah, Guess what's out there now? Lots. Tape. Lots of tape. Guess what's out there? Staffs with Connor Stallions all over him. <laughs> and we'll get into Connor Stallions <laughs> later in the show. But th- these staffs make a lot of money. And their job is to break you down and figure out ways to slow you down. 100. And Big Ten coaching is really good. It's re- it's the best. It's the best. And I think Matt Rule's learning that on Scott Frost for sure. I mean, Scott Frost thought he could just use his brilliant offensive mind and carve apart this league, and he mm-hmm. learned the hard way. It's the best coaching league. Now, of course, our friends in SEC country would beg to differ, but I, you hear a lot of people SEC's say. SEC's got better athletes. Big Ten's got better coaching. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the SEC. That's, Big Ten is a better line than league, too. Hmm. Well, for for O line, O line, O line. I'd say O line. I think the best D linemen in the world are from the southeast. So, but pro they, they, a lot of those guys stay down there. Linemen, though, in the Big Ten are who they like to draft because they play in weather as well. Where those SEC True. guys, SEC guys, don't play in no, cold weather. No, they're right. 
So yeah, it's going to be uh, something to watch as we before we move into headline number two. Um, Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. Huskerland Headlines brought to you by our newest sponsor. And um, we got a lot of buzz on this one, by the way, nuts.com. And let me tell you, they send you uh, these great bags of nuts. Steve Sipple oh, um, do we, is are not we going allowed here? Are we going here? to open the nuts.com nuts again. Why is that, Sean? They come in these great resealable, usable bags. And Sipple opened the bag like he was a raccoon just digging through. And so now, now we had to use paper clips to seal the bags up in the office here. But Which worked just fine, by the way. <laughs> we, we problem solved. But, um, you know, nuts.com, it's a one-stop, freshly roasted nuts, dried seeds. They have all, all kinds of things on there you can get um, for the holiday season. And, you know, we've got a whole box of it here in the office. It's going to get us through the last month of football season. Um, everybody was like, wow, this stuff is really, really good. I urge you to check out nuts.com. They have got tons of great snack items, nuts, um, you know, dried fruits, uh, you name it, chocolate items. Uh, it's holiday season with Thanksgiving and oh, Christmas great. coming around. This, this is the stuff you want to get at your house, dump it out for all your guests that come over. We've got a great deal for Husker Online users. Go to nuts.com. They're offering new customers a free gift with a purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more. That's nuts.com slash Husker. So go check out all the delicious options at nuts.com slash Husker, and you'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. Once again, that's nuts.com slash Husker. Just don't let Steve Sipple come to your house and open those bags. Can I say something? You, um, Sean always keeps our refrigerator in the office stocked and there's, there's a, there's pretty good food in there. This is by far. And I think I can say this cause there's no other sponsors that that are tied to our food supply. This is by far the best thing you've ever had. The nuts.com. And stuff. it's all fresh stuff too. It's good for you. It's good for you. And I, I appreciate now we got, we did get some chocolate covered gummy bears, <laughs> not, not necessarily good for you, but, but like the pecans, and the mix, raisin nuts mix, just fab. Like the raisins are really fresh. All right, let's jump in. Headline number two, can Tony White's defense regain their edge? And this, you know, this is a big week for them because you got the sense everybody, you know, was on the same page. Like, yeah, the defensive performance was okay, but it, it was just subpar. You go back and look at the final overall grades on Pro Football Focus. Yeah, yeah. It was a middle-of-the-road performance. I mean, Nebraska's played, what, nine games? It was like their fifth-best performance of the year, sixth-best performance of the year. It wasn't their worst. It right. wasn't their best, but it was just kind of lacking something. And what it was lacking was just that aggressive pass rush that we have seen at times and also forcing some turnovers. And gave up too many big plays. And they get yeah, and, and it was the worst passing grade that they were – one of the worst passing coverage grades they've received all year. Uncharacteristic. It's – now, you have to acknowledge that Penn, we're talking about this defensive performance as being subpar, your word. They only allowed 295 yards. That's winning football. Yeah, but in this type of style in the Big Ten West, <clears throat> it's less possessions. Fewer. Um, so when you when you have fewer possessions, you're going to have less yards. Fewer True. Yards. I mean, so I, I think True. Can't, this division has turned into a 300-yard game for everybody. There's no yeah. If you get 350, it's a big one. It's like a big you're, you're not getting four or five hundred yards anymore. Generally not. Generally not. So Penn State did get 404 against Maryland. I'm talking about the West. Yeah, the West. So yeah, they didn't. And and what I was saying to you in the press box, I think if you think back, Sean, what was I saying? They're getting beat off the. They're getting beat off the line of scrimmage. They're getting beat up front on both sides. But you, we haven't said that all that often about the defense. They're getting beat up front. I didn't like the – remember what I kept saying? Sean, I don't like the way this game is going because Michigan State's the aggressors. That they, they have Nebraska on its heels. It, not the whole game, but I bet you 
I felt that way 60 to 70% of the day with it. Michigan was Michigan state was the aggressor. Yeah. It never felt like there was like that third and 12 situation where you're like, all right, Tony white dial something up here. Well, it was always kind of like a third and we're on the run. Yeah, it did. And Tony white, by the way, if you guys are listeners, listen to him on Tuesdays, he's very introspective. And in this case, Tony white, this week's case, he was really highly critical of himself that he said, I didn't, he said, I was very, he, you know, he said he was kind of conservative. He needed to be more aggressive as a play caller and that he, I, you could tell it really bothered him. I think he feels like he cost them. Well, I know he does. Cause he, he, he laid it out in pretty strong terms. So I bet you'll see. So the answer to your question, can the defense regain its edge? I think they will, Sean, they have to, I mean, they can't come out and play it safe. I just don't think you can do it. Well, in Maryland, you know what they're going to do. I mean, what? over the last three years, Matt Rule shared the stat today. They're one of only three teams over three seasons that have thrown the ball 30 times or more every game. They're going to they're gonna throw it. They only ran the ball against Penn State seven times. Well, besides sacks, called runs, seven, seven. Oh, they're going to throw it. They're gonna guess come what's going to be going on in the stadium? What was it like two weeks ago when it was really cold? It was what? Where was the wind out of? The wind was out of the, the north. north. Yeah. It was bad wind. So it's going to be hot. It's going to be warmer Saturday. 50s, 50s. Yeah. And when it's warm in November, where does the wind come out of? South. So it's going to – and KFAB, our um, Omaha affiliate for Husker Line show, this morning when I was on there, they said heavy winds are expected out of the south. Is that right? So it will have an effect – Oh, to yeah. an extent, it's not going to be that bitter, biting north wind, mm -hmm. but it will be a an air blower out of the south in there. I mean, there, there, there could be some twenty plus mile an hour south winds. Favors Nebraska, I would think. Yeah, I think if, if anything that alters their throw game right. for half the game, for half the game, right, that helps Nebraska. Yeah, where we know Nebraska is one of the worst downfield throwing teams in America. Like, it's not going to hurt Nebraska that much, right? Um, but, but but they, hey, Talia can whip it downfield. The, the numbers support that. So the decision, you know, if the wind is what we think it could be out of the south where it's a factor, you know, how you play the wind in the what quarters you want the wind, that will be a big part of this game. Yes, it will. The, the stat I was looking for is Maryland this year, Sean, 47 plays of 20 yards or more. 47 plays by Maryland of 20 yards or more. That's third in the Big Ten behind only Michigan and Ohio State. So that they're big play team, they count on it, yeah. and they have those typical Maryland. They they come at you with those big receivers, big big racehorse receivers, six one one ninety six four six two six three. That's and and they're impressive. They're good. They're, they got they got three really good receivers. Now, like a fair criticism on Maryland though is like who are their good wins against? I mean, well, they, I will tell you. Well, they they beat Virginia in the non con, um, and they've beaten. Indiana Sean. and they've beaten Maryland. No, or, Sean, or, or Michigan State. Hold on. Yeah. The 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 two scores that really would concern you if you're a Nebraska fan, they went to Spartan Stadium and won 31 to 9. All right. They whooped Michigan State. Before Michigan State, that was on September 23. Now that was probably right. That was right after Michigan State played Washington. Right after in, the, in the peak of the Mel Tucker. No, no. Right after they beat Virginia. No, no. I'm saying Michigan. Oh, State. I'm sorry, Michigan. State. Yeah, my bad. Michigan my bad. State got my drilled bad. by Washington that week. The week okay. That. Then, and then the next week, this is interesting. So just look at this five-game stretch for Maryland, real quick. They beat Michigan State bad. They beat Indiana bad, forty-four to seventeen. Then they lose to Ohio State, Maryland, thirty-seven to seventeen, and they've crumbled since. You wonder if Ohio State beat them down a little bit. Because now they've lost to Illinois. They lost to at Northwestern and then Penn State 51 to 15 and ended the game on a 30 to 8 run. They just they they just hammered them in the second half. Well, and if you're Maryland, you're like, all right, we've got Nebraska and Rutgers. We got to get one of these two to get to a bowl game. Oh, absolutely. Because they have Michigan. Right. Um, yeah. So that you you would think they'd come in here scrapping if they haven't just if now it's a different situation, Sean, because Maryland has been to bowl games the last two years. It's not like Nebraska where they're, they they want to break through. Maryland's had a breakthrough. That the, the the question you would have about Maryland is, do they want to do it? Are they are they engaged? Well, what Maryland does is they schedule 
wisely in the non-conference. They they're they're playing Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan every year. So they they try to get three games they can win in the non-conference. Towson and Charlotte, and then Virginia, who's down yeah. down. And so then what they do is like, all right, we can get three in the non-conference. We can beat Rutgers. We can beat Indiana. And we can beat some of these West teams. That's our path to a bowl every year. Absolutely. Um, and and they've never been able to get out of that like area. Like that's kind of been their their ceiling under Mike Loxley. Mm-hmm. And if they lose this game and lose to Michigan, <clears throat> and then lose to Rutgers, then step you, back. Then you wonder like what's going to happen with Mike Loxley. Is, is he is he the guy there? He I don't think he's going to get fired. They just made two bowl. Games. He's a really good recruiter. He, right. I mean. They they're as talented as any team Nebraska will play on the schedule, other than Michigan in the Big Ten. I think so. You know, just their just the the athletic profile of the players they'll bring in this state. I, I hear that and dudes, yeah, and a kind of a hidden good stat for them is they're twenty sixth nationally against the run. They they play the run pretty well. So yeah, let's move on. All right, headline number three. Before we get to that, it's brought to you by CHI. Uh, when you need heart care, know you are in good hands with CHI Health Nebraska Heart in Lincoln, offering the community's most advanced heart care at their heart hospital located on 91st Street and Pine Lake Road, just north of Highway 2. The experts at CHI Health Nebraska Heart put our heart and soul, plus the latest in cardiac and vascular technologies, into a caring for our community. The highly specialized team works closely with you. Uh, to get you back on your feet after a major heart event or chronic cardiac condition, offering the highest level of care uh, to get your heart beating strong. Our heart care extends beyond Lincoln, too, with expert cardiovascular care at all 14 hospitals and heart experts who live and travel to 35 communities across Nebraska, southwest Iowa, and northern Kansas. More than 600,000 people die of heart disease each year, Learn your heart's real age by taking an online quiz at chihealth.com slash heart risk. Thank you again to CHI Health for sponsoring us here on Husker Online Headlines. Let's get into headline number three. Will Billy Kemp return and what would that mean? And, you know, Matt Rule did address that to an extent, Steve Sipple, after practice. Um, It's still kind of up in the air. He's weeks ahead, about two weeks ahead or more of what they thought he'd be, and it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a game-time call if Billy Kemp can do more than just field punts. Mm. Well, okay, here's my question to you. Would they would they go forward tomorrow, Nebraska, with the same punt return plan that they did against Michigan State? I don't think so. Well, and Ethan Nation has played four games. So, like, if you Ooh. play him tomorrow, that's his red shirt. Okay. Can I say something? Play him. I hate that. I hate that conversation. You're still trying to win. You're still trying to win. You're trying to win a division. If Ethan Nation can get you a 15-yard return, that's a big deal. Why why would it even be a conversation? You're trying to win a division. And and these kids nowadays, oh, boy, that sounded like. Keeping somebody for five years is. is, is, they, They transfer. I mean, why even worry about three years? Again, though, it will be Ethan Nation's call, though. Like. He'd yeah. ultimately have to say, I'll do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah. But, you know, if he played the final three games, that's seven. If they made a bowl, that's eight. Yeah, I might get hammered for this take, but I, I just don't even think it's um, a call. Emmett like, Johnson also now back yeah. receiving punts. But being, Oh, yeah, Emmett Johnson, that's that's interesting. Uh, that's interesting. Being a punt returner, though, is totally different than being a kick returner. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like standing in a field with – Guys running at you with swords, and, right? And they're going to come up to you about two feet away before you catch the ball. <laughs> and you've got to you've got to dodge all these guys trying to cut your head off. I no, mean, it's, it's it's hard. It's a hard. It's any special teams coach would tell you before the season when they say, "Okay, who wants to return kickoffs?" Got a bunch of guys raise their hands. Okay, who wants to return punts? You don't get many. It's not an easy job. No, I I like that. I like the I do like the thought of Ethan Nation returning punts, advancing punts. I've seen enough of Emmett Johnson. I know enough about Emmett Johnson to know he'll try it. He'll 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 field a ball and go upfield. 
it makes you really appreciate it like a DeMornay Pearsonell as a true freshman, what he did in that role for Nebraska. Okay, how about we go back to DeWan Gross, and I will tell you this. DeWan Gross in 2001 averaged 14.3 yards per return. 14. And people tried to keep it away from him. 14. Well, that's back when Nebraska, you know who they put back? They put two back. You know who else they put back? Keo Craver. So why wouldn't they? Why don't, I mean, that's, is, is it simply because they don't want to like, leave somebody uncovered at the line of scrimmage like why don't yeah, teams it's tactical like because if you if you have two back somebody's not accounted for right it. I suppose, that... yeah now now i think they did put two back now go back and look at the tape the last punt when nation was back there i think they had two back well, i remember osborne or Solich. there was a time where they had three back oh yeah like when it was really windy on a right. day like today and yeah if somebody wanted to trot out a bad rugby kicker or just a bad kicker like all right do that we're gonna have a guy at every spot to field this punt think about this stat sean i think the the number this year for nebraska is nine return punts for 24 yards okay 24 in 2001 that they had 853 return punt return yards 853 i believe that keo averaged 11 but Dewan was their main guy. Um, 14.3 yards per punt return. Dewan was an All-American. Yeah. Think about think about that. It's well, incredible. And that was a team that struggled on offense at times Absolutely. in Jamal Lord's first season. No, that yeah, was 2001. The, oh, 2000. Rose Bowl season. Yeah, okay. 2001. I'm talking about 02. Right. And and Gross really helped cover. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, think what punt returns do for Iowa. Oh, yeah. Those are their best plays. Yep. Their punter and their punt return guy, Cooper DeGene, huge, huge. Well, that's where if you had a DeMornay Pearsonell, like oh. it changed the game. Yeah. If you could get 500 yards, not even 853 or 400 yards of punt return yards, but just think about what 800 yards of punt return yardage would do for a team like this. Two more wins, probably. Well, it shortens the field. Yeah. And instead of starting at the 15, you're starting at the, the 35 or four and with Dewan is he's a threat to threat to, but even if you could start drives at the 30 or 35, or huge 15, big difference, huge. Cause then you got, you now you do have a kicker that can actually hit from distance. Yeah. Huge Sean. You're right. You're right. So yeah, Billy Kemp. Um, and by the way, uh, Deshaun Singleton way, ways away from coming back a long ways away from coming back. Uh, yeah. Matt rule said he, he did have that setback trying to come back. So, I mean, I would think, at the best, maybe a, at the bowl game, but it doesn't seem very promising. Yeah, I wouldn't look for um, it. I wouldn't look for it. Elliot Brown out now, too, had a surgery on his knee last week, um, and he had been signaling the plays for Garrett McGuire on the sidelines and wanted to prolong his surgery to keep doing it for the next few weeks. Matt Rule's like, no, 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 no. Have your surgery. Get ready for spring ball or get ready for fall camp. Um, so Garrett McGuire will probably move down to the field this week. Oh, is that right? Because um, Elliot Brown had been kind of the guy for him down there. Yeah, Elliot Brown has been a boon to the organization. Mainly, we saw, and we saw, um, you know, not knowing now what we know, but we saw Lance Brown, his father, and they were on the flight last week. Yeah, Elliot has been a boon to the organization as like a player coach. Um, so you give him a lot of credit. You remember my good friend I grew up with, Steve Safranic. I do. That's remember. what he was for Polini. Remember, like he signaled in the defense for Polini in 03. Yeah, Safranic was kind of a player too, though. Yeah, he's like a backup linebacker, yeah. but his main job was to stand by Bo Polini and signal in the defense for Bo Polini. Yeah, Safranic could tell you stories about Bo. Safranic told me a story one time where it was he said Polini was odd, like just how he saw the game. Like he said, like he could see a linebacker take a wrong step. And before the play, or as the play was just starting, say touchdown. That's touchdown. Took I took a wrong step. Touchdown. He said it was incredible. You what know, they you hear see. stories about like that today. Is is Nick or not or um, Lane Kiffin? Is that right? Same type of deal. Yeah. Like when the ball gets snapped, Lane Kiffin will just say touchdown, and it, it's a touch. I mean, like they see the game. When different. you watch enough film, like those guys do, yeah. Like you just have this film view of the field where yep. you just know, yeah. They see it way differently than me and you. Yeah, it's not like just watching the ball. They're watching right. a lot of other things. They're big... not tweeting between plays, <laughs> right? Or getting yeah. shoving popcorn in their popcorn face. Popcorn in the press box. Yeah. All right. Um, before we get to headline number four, Husker Line headlines, 
Brought to you by Bauer Underground. They're helping shape Nebraska's infrastructure future, and they're looking for new members to join the team with open positions for laborers, equipment operators, aerial linemen, and foremen. Bauer Underground is searching for the best construction in construction. Visit BauerUnderground.com to learn more about these career opportunities and industry-leading benefits, including com- competitive pay, employer-paid health insurance, dental disability, vision, life insurance, 401k match, new top-of-the-line equipment, and a clothing allowance. No experience, no problem. Bauer will train the right people, give you a hands-on experience that you need to build a long and rewarding career. Want to learn more? Visit Bauer Underground on Facebook to view the testimonials from current Bauer teammates, hear more about their experiences, including the company culture and the importance of their work. Bauer Underground is family-owned uh, They're with crews and work sites across Nebraska, wherever you live. They have an opportunity for you. For more information, like Bauer Underground on Facebook or visit BauerUnderground.com. Come start your new career today. Thanks again to Bauer Underground for sponsoring us all season here on Husker Online. As uh, we'll see those guys tomorrow, sip and they'll have a great tailgate party, and should be a beautiful day for all those Bauer employees to get ready for the big Maryland game. Well, yeah, and I hope they I hope they enjoy the game because it's a big one. It is. Let's take headline number four: the mounting pressure now on Nebraska. Oh yeah, there you go to get win number six, and I can I personally can feel it because I feel like. Nebraska let that opportunity go up Michigan State. And mm-hmm. that's a game that they should have. I, I think Nebraska beats Michigan State 70% of the time. I'm going to go 50. 50-50. You say 50-50. Yeah, on the road. On the road. Yeah. Now, if it, it's a neutral, I might go 6-10. of 10. Nebraska. But Nebraska, it felt like they could have and should have won that game. And now, all of a sudden, you got three games. Underdog to Maryland by a point or two. You're probably going to be a dog on the road in Madison at night. And Iowa's going to be just like this Maryland game. So you've got just three just tense Saturdays ahead Absolutely. to get to, to win number six or more. Uh, and there is no guarantee. And no. I think we all, everybody wants like, all right, this is where they're going to get their six win. You don't know where it's coming from. And no. that mounting pressure is starting to get bigger and bigger. It is. I hope that the players don't look at it like I've heard media and people talk about it. I hope they don't look at it like, Man, we just got to find one win in these three. I hope they're thinking three wins. We're going to win three. What What are you guys worried about? We're We're going to go win three and win the division. That's what I, especially Sean. Don't you think that would be the posture of the veterans? Like, do you think Ty Robinson's over there at Memorial Stadium in the locker room, going, "God dang, Luke Reimer, I just hope we can win one, just one." No, no, no. That can't be the posture. It better. It, it it's got to be. Well, first of all, they're not looking beyond Maryland, but they're not just. They can't be thinking. We just got to get one. Just what it means, though, is so significant. You see what I'm saying? To get to a bowl. I mean, yeah. just What I mean? Huge. And I, I think back to 2020. They went three and five, but they were eligible to go to a bowl, oh, and don't the players bring, voted don't, not don't to this. go. And yeah. some of them did. Enough that they didn't have an O line and any quarterbacks that were going to really be available. Great. I mean, it was going to be Great. trying to think who they were going to have to start at quarterback, but McCaffrey had already pretty much opted out. Great. Martinez was probably hurt. Yeah. He, and, he was, he hurt his ribs against Rutgers. And a, it would have been a young Logan Smothers starting at quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, but they voted not to go. And in my mind, I'm like, God, this is a really significant decision because of like, hey, they haven't been to a bowl since 2016. Like, why would you like not want to, to kind of get that thing? Now now it's the longest power five bowl of streak in the country that could have been prevented. Yeah. By but Frost tried to do kind of the in vogue thing to do. Let's let the players vote. Thinking like they're all going to want to play the game. And they found out like, I mean, Bill, Bill Moose was irate. Oh, that now some of sometimes what we do as media speculate and that's we, not speculation. This is 100% not speculation. Moose was hot, hot. I mean, it caught, I mean, I guarantee you his meeting with frost was tense. Well, honestly, the relationship changed after 2020. Yeah. The whole, I mean, cause yeah, he, yeah of course Moose was hot cause he's old school. Well, then Moose was gone by 2021. Right. And now I don't want to get into a, long defense of the players in that situation because you know my feelings on it but you have to look at it from their point of view it was a long ugly 
March. Yeah, the, well, the kids. The were, COVID season was really the kids weird. were in Lincoln without going home at all from May to December eighteenth. So you can understand it from that side of it. But the other side of me is like one more week. Yeah. What's one? It was it was going to be one more week. Mm-hmm. Like do it for the brand, do it for the program. You know, do what you're supposed. Well, you know to how do I feel to be it. a Husker, right? You don't turn down opportunities to play for the end. Yeah, it didn't, that didn't like think how many former players would have loved to have one more opportunity to play for that end right. on their helmet, and they voted not to. Right. I mean, you can't ever look past that. Nope. And the era of Frost changed at that moment. It did. Wandell Robinson transferred. Luke McCaffrey transferred. Yeah, bad off. Season. Bill Moose was fired by June. Yeah, or retired. Yeah, with a with a buyout. <laughs> he, officially he, retired. he retired with a buyout. Yeah. Hefty buyout. <laughs> so you can say he retired. I was fired. But but you yeah, know. no, you're right about the importance of getting to a bowl. What I would like to see is Nebraska win all three or win two of the three, and not not just eke into a bowl game. You know, when I've talked about this this weekend, the three two one on Husker Online. Um, you know, there's always a chance they could get in at five and seven. Yeah, God, I hate that and conversation. They're, they're 66th in the APR, so they're right in the middle. But then any five-win team, that's how they're slotted based on those APR rankings. And So they wouldn't automatically get Well, in. they're saying like six to eight teams. And if that many go, they'd probably still go. But it, that can change quickly. Um, we won't really know till later, but it would just feel dirty kind of dirty but we have that frame of reference from the foster farms bowl when nebraska kind of backed in and it turned out to be a great deal they played a ranked team they played a ranked team played well against ucla buried them on the ground it was a good bowl experience as you remember in san francisco not that i want to go back there now but um they but it was a good it was a good that was a good experience i didn't even go in the city I, i i came in later and we just stayed out in santa clara so so yeah getting to a bowl would be huge and I, in this conversation, I think mainly of the veteran players like Polar Bear, like Nash Hutmacher. I think Reimer, of the, Luke Reimer. Um, mostly, I mean, let's face it, a lot of a lot of this is a defensive discussion because a lot of the a lot of the veterans on that side of the ball. But Ben Hart, Nordy Nuili, um, those kind of guys. That's who I think about. That Sean, I gotta think that they are just that they'll be hungry as hell tomorrow Saturday. Hungry. I'm a I'm a little worried at 11 a.m. Yeah, what the atmosphere is going to be like. That's a good point. Like, no, it's never that very very good. It's a real soft ticket market, right? Yeah. Now. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's prices are low, and I mean, you can get tickets. I mean, for cheap. Like, God, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. Yeah, it's um, you know, you can get club tickets for. I was looking the other day, seventy one bucks. This was like earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, See, so, no. like, it. This is kind of one of those. Yeah, but it's Peacock too, and that that's going to confuse a lot of people. I, and I, I during Beatrice, you'll be proud. Of, I, I I had my I used the screen. Beatrice, what are you talking about? During my speech. Yeah, your speech. And I, I put it up on the screen to like show people how to get the Peacock. And the, you a, did. There's a promo code, and and there were guys like taking pictures of the promo. Code I would have on the screen uh, to get a, a promo code. It's I think it's Big Ten Fan is the promo code. And you can get Peacock for forty bucks for the year, or it's six bucks and you get a month. But they're going to put a lot of basketball games on this Peacock. Like God, uh, Nebraska, I think has four hoops games on Peacock. I don't like the way the world's um, going. The Big Ten tournament, well, the first round, those bunny bracket games are going to be on the Peacock. That's great. That's great to hear. So you know, it's not a bad deal to have because it's not. You're going to have a lot of games on there. It's not a bad deal to have, but I'm not getting it. I mean, you barely have cable. <laughs> Would you stop? Um, I have cable, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm. I don't mind saying this. I'm trying to kind of go away from it all. I'm almost tempted just to not have TV, um, and just just go it that way. Well, and this is what it's going. The Peacock type. These. This is what TV is going to. I mean, well, you, you like. Then I'm going to the radio. So ESPN had 110 million cable subscribers in like 2010. It's like half that now. Interesting. Um, it's, Interesting. It's a more a la carte deal now where you you selectively choose what you want for your content. I'm going back to what you said. That's a soft ticket. I'm really interested in that because I just feel like we began this segment. And I meant it. It's a big game. It's big for the program. I mean, it's why? 
well, the bowl, the, why is the bowl game so important? Because what you're trying to do is expedite growth, the, the process, expedite the growing process in this program. And the way you do it is win and show that you're making discernible progress that anybody can see. In the season on a three-game win streak, I mean, think about what that – you'd have a chance to get to nine then, Sean, ten. I mean, that is the way you want to finish. I'll tell you, the students are a hard group to kind of get going, though. The 11 a.m. game is going to be hard for those kids. To I get know. In there. It's fair. And, and they leave at halftime. Not, I, mean, well, I just can't worry about the fans. Well, I know, but it's – these kids have not – seen nebraska win no and i'm talking when i say you can't worry about the fans i'm talking about the team they can't they just have to get their job done and they can generate their own in energy it we sh it's kind of odd that we're talking this way that they have to generate their own energy at home by the way i'll believe it when i see it i think the crowd will show you up. know who needs to bring the juice too is the band like they want to go on a bowl trip. Think about if you're in the Husker marching band. You haven't been on a bowl trip since 2016. Yeah, and so, I can tell the band. They're fun. You want to go. Yeah, like the band is probably <laughs> – they're going to be the ones cheering the artists because, you know, they deserve that bowl trip as much as anybody. You want to go. I mean, these, the, the, they're fun trips. They're great trips. Oh, yeah, and we've had many, many over the years, but they need, they need to get that back this year. Yeah, I'd love to see it. All right, uh, before we get to our final headline – Husker Online Headlines brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We've taken a quick break uh, to talk about our official fantasy partner here, Underdog Fantasy. It's super easy to use. You go on the app and you pick whether your favorite player will have a higher or lower stat total than what is listed. You do that with two to five different players. You're in business. If you go five for five, win 20 times your money on Underdog Fantasy and um, you know, you can do a lot of different picks between college football, NBA basketball, pro football, um, specific players. I mean, if you if you like something in the Nebraska game with Emmett Johnson or Heinrich Harburg or Thomas Fedoni, um, you can go higher or lower on all those different things. Put in uh, your picks and if you go five for five, three for three, whatever. Um, it's easy money. You hit on underdog fantasy. We've got a great special at underdog fantasy as well. Uh, by simply using promo code Husker, visit underdogfantasy.com, find them in the app store, and use the promo code Husker to get your first deposit doubled of up to $100. You must be 18 and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerns to play, call 800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Thank you to underdog fantasy for sponsoring us here on the Husker online headline show. Okay. Final headline, Michigan. Oh boy. Let's go. I mean, it's a um, hot button topic and latest comment today, Illinois head coach, Brett Bielema, who nearly beat the Wolverines last year, by the way, they had him on the ropes. If you remember in Ann Arbor said, if something has been going, if somebody has been going off campus, like it's been noted, and they were getting to our games before we played them that last year. That's sickening. It's disgusting. Ooh. Ooh. Ouch. And you heard Matt Rule's comments. I mean, it, it it's a very back-and-forth battle. It's ugly because there is no precedent for this right now. There is no, if you do this, this is what happens to you. It's all on the judgment now of leadership in the NCAA. Tony Batiti has the ability to exercise the Big Ten sportsmanship bylaws clause but it's extremely gray, um, especially if you throw the hammer down before due process is complete. Thank you for saying that, Sean. I'm a big fan of due process. I'm not a fan of cheating, and and those are the allegations, but I am a big fan of due process. And people keep saying, they keep invoking this sportsmanship policy as a way for Tony Petiti to issue punishment I'm very, very dubious to me that that could be that could happen. And, and in fact, Michigan, in its statement on this matter, says this. And this is a good statement Michigan put out. We are not aware of a single instance in which the sportsmanship policy has ever been deployed as a backdoor way of holding an institution responsible for a rule violation that has not even been established. It's people keep saying, well, he's got the sportsmanship policy. He can use that. I, really? Here's what I would say to them. You are asking for heavy punishment to be levied on Michigan before an investigation is over. What country are we living in? There's how about an investigation is completed? 
first. What I think is that is that doesn't that make sense? What's ramped this up is two games, Penn State and Ohio State. And I feel like there's you know, those fan bases want to see Michigan go down before these games happen because it will help their chances make the college football playoff. So two very big vocal fan bases, particularly Ohio State, who's been affected by Michigan's success. You know, they they can say they're not the ones kind of leading this, but they are a big voice in this whole <laughs> a big voice. You know what they are? They're a big emotional voice. And you know what they are? They're a big they have no objectivity whatsoever. They're a big, subjective, loud voice that wants blood. Now, at, now at this point, it sounds like I'm defending Michigan, which I'm not. I'm defending due pro. I'm I'm saying that due process should be considered. That we're asking for punishment before an investigation has been completed, probably long before an investigation has been completed. So. And Michigan is telling Petiti that. Oh, yeah, go go ahead. I, Levy some punishment and see what happens. When I think what the fear is, Harbaugh will be long gone when this actually comes out, and then it won't even matter. Don't you want to hear Michigan's side to this? Yeah, I mean, it, there's just so much evidence against Stallions that there is. I mean, there is. I, there's no doubt in my mind that there was a level of cheating that's unacceptable. Well, and evidently he he was just kind of a super fan. Okay, but there's I say that and I'm I'm being hypocritical. There's no doubt in my mind. Can people can say, well, if there's no doubt in your mind, why are you so interested in due process? Well, I'm not making a call here. And I could be wrong. Don't Sean, don't you think there should be an investigation complete before there's punishment? Yeah, I, I think the thought though is like if what they've done is help them get to this point, right, right? Something needs to happen. But this is the first time this week will be the first game they've played against a ranked opponent. <laughs> so here we are in the um, 11th week of the college football season. Michigan's finally going to play a ranked game. Um, and it just felt like they're trying to get all this rammed through before these massive games against Penn State and Ohio State with the hope maybe that hardball is going to get sat out for these games. Right. And listen, I get it. I understand where all that's coming from, but again, I don't, I just don't think that you should have to yell and scratch and claw for due process. Right. Not, I just don't think you should have, shouldn't due process be a factor in this conversation. Yes. Um, I mean, but there is a lot of evidence Media evidence, media evidence, right? Well, NCAA has all that evidence. Well, but they have not completed an investigation. investigation. Yeah, yeah. It's it, you know, it, we, we you haven't that. heard Michigan's side at all of this, and that the, what they said in their statement, sort of, it's sort of, I don't know, wishy washy. But I mean, one thing they said that's kind of interesting is it's highly dubious that a junior analyst observations about the other side's signals would have a material effect on the integrity of competition, particularly when, according to present evidence, the other coaches did not know the basis for those observations. So I don't believe, now I don't believe that Michigan didn't benefit. I don't believe, I don't believe that Michigan didn't benefit from this. Can you imagine the ratings of what, the Ohio State Michigan game will be, or Michigan Penn State, right? I mean, I'm highly interested. Yeah, you think about the Big Ten though. Just think about all the things that have happened this year. Michigan's deal with Connor Stallions right now. You've had the situation at Maryland. Kevin Sumlin got a DUI. Northwestern Pat Fitzgerald to start the year. Um, you had the situation at Iowa with Brian Ferentz being pushed out with a month left to go with the football team that could still finish 10 and two, but it'll still keep coaching by the way. Um, you, you go down the line. I mean, there's been so many things, Michigan state with Mel Tucker and, and that whole situation that's happened there. I mean, Nebraska on a minor level had their Reek Gilbert. Mm -hmm. I mean, tearing down a door of a vape shop and then yeah. Bob Wager situation, but there's been a lot of things that have happened since August in this conference. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's been a, I mean, a lot. Yeah, it has. And, but that Michigan takes the cake. That's an interesting Megan. So you think the Michigan thing is way bigger than the Pat Fitzgerald? Ooh. Not even, Ooh, way bigger. No. In, in the Mel Tucker situation. Way bigger than Mel Tucker. Not way bigger than Mel Northwestern. Tucker's, I mean, I think you and I both believe he'll end up getting 
a pretty good settlement, obviously. Yeah, it's not a small story when a he'll get money. Yeah, it's not a small story when a ninety-five million dollar coach gets fired for the reasons that he did. Not a small matter, but but these are more <laughs> the Michigan the Michigan case and the North, Northwestern case are much broader in scope. Michigan's is really broad in scope and unique, really unique. Never, we've never seen it. I mean, we've never seen anything like this, especially happening during the season. So you have to make all these decisions and have all these tough conversations in real time. I guarantee you there's going to be comments on this that just attack me for caring about due process. Odd to me in this country that you get attacked for that, but it will happen. I mean, people don't want to hear about due process in this. Well, we live in a reactionary, emotional society. Well, and that's what college football is, is reactionary and emotional. That's what it is. It makes it fun, right? Yeah, it's um, a lot there. I will say, I have to think that this is going to expedite the process now to get helmet technology in college football. The same take by you. I think yes, it in should. In January, when they have those rules meetings and conventions, that better be on the agendas. Oh, I think it will. I think it'll be pushed through with with a lot of speed. Like, I think it'll be it'll be enacted. Let's quickly. eliminate this horse play. Right. And put technology in the helmets. Mm -hmm. Did you see Rutgers last week? They have four guys wearing four different colored shirts doing signals now on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Just put you can end it by putting by using the proper yeah, you don't need people holding up signs and did you know those signs aren't actually the play calls all those signs are are just a lot of times it's used to block the guy making the play call. okay because think how many signs you'd have to have mm -hmm. like to have it correctly shuffled up and down all those signs were were just to be decoys to block the guy signaling very strange chip world. kelly started that years ago but Strange world. Strange. All right. Well, we we will be back on Saturday. Husker Online Post Game Live. Um, shooting for a 5 p.m. start time for the game. Uh, obviously, a lot will depend on the game, but it should be a beautiful Saturday. Looking forward to coming back here. Um, in the meantime, go to huskeronline.com. Tons of things going on right now. Uh, great volleyball coverage from Abby Barmore, Robin Washett, um, the best in the business at covering Nebraska basketball, and that's not even debatable, Steve Sipple. No, um, it's not debatable. Uh, he will be all over these early games uh, covering Husker basketball as Fred Hoiberg's team should get off to a 4-0 start here to start the season and get some good momentum heading out to that game in Sioux Falls. Um, but then Steve Sipple will have all of his stuff, and we have Tunnel Talk Friday. So if you're not a member of HuskerOnline.com, don't know what Tunnel Talk is, it's our exclusive members-only war room uh, where we uh, give the goods to our members. And we've got Steve Sip. He's You're all in on Tunnel Talk. Now. Yeah, there's some good stuff this week. There is. It's good. So check us check out, HuskerOnline.com. You can get your first month for a dollar if you just want to try us out and see if you like our site or not. Uh, HuskerOnline.com. Signing off here for Husker Online Headlines. For Steve Sippel, I'm Sean Callahan.